Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. We are a couple hitchhikers that you picked up on the road. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sure. That sounds, sounds about right. Before we dive too far into things, I do want to let people know that this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people over at... Loot Crate, you got it. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription service for geeks and nerds. Every month, subscribers get a mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparel, and memorabilia. Each box contains at least $45 worth of value, and many of the items are exclusively created for Loot Crate. Each crate has a theme centered around major franchises, theatrical releases, and events. You have until the 19th of every month to get your box, and then after the 19th, that box is gone forever. So save a few bucks and support the show by going to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot, L-O-O-T, that's thatkindofnerd.com slash loot, and there's a code that you can use at checkout to A, support the show, but also save a few bucks. Again, thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. So the internet is still floating around and, and the world is still talking about Pokemon Go. So we're going to continue the conversation that we had uh, last week. Last week, we were very light with just, hey, you know, the servers are kind of glitchy. Uh, and now the world's had some more time with it and, you know, some stuff has come out. Uh, so I definitely want to take the opportunity to, to speak about that and to, to kind of go over some things that we've noticed. Uh, the first thing that I want to bring out is that some genius built a Pokedex battery phone case. And I believe Nintendo should do this as well. Did uh, you guys get a chance to check this that. out? Yes, I did see it. It's glorious. Yes. It, it, well, it's not just that it's a Pokédex case. It's that it charges your phone. That's the best part about it. It's a it's a charger that looks like a Pokédex. Is a Pokédex a real thing? Uh, no, a Pokédex is a thing from the anime and TV show and the game itself. It's not just a thing in my phone? It It's not just a thing in your phone. It It's named that because of something that was on the... Game. So uh, look, I we have had uh, an additional week of gameplay, and it's it is a lot of fun. However, this it's just so goddamn buggy that it's driving me banana sandwich. Like I'm I'm losing Pokemon because of like I'll catch I'll catch a tough one, and then you know when the thing like wobbles around and then yep. it stops wobbling and the light goes off and then it gets gotcha you know gotcha oh look I'm, I'm i'm good right so it'll do the wobbly and then right in the middle of the wobbly it'll freeze and that'll be it and i've lost a charmander a charmander i i lost a ghastly to that a ghastly is stupid i have 10 ghastlies have you seen a charmander no yes no you, brian has i got it i had a charmander i lost a charmander i i you know I, what charmander becomes cj Yes, I know what Charmander becomes. Well, there you go. I lost it, one. It becomes Charmer, 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 Chameleon. Chameleon. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No. Anyway, no. Anyway, um, I, I, I haven't, I have had that bug happen to me a couple times, but I did just read an article that says that obviously, you know, if, if the phone glitches out, restart the app. But at that point, it's pretty much decided it, whether you're catching it or if it, it's going to pop out and run away. So if you don't get the Charmander, odds are you wouldn't have even if it didn't. Right, glitch. but if the thing pops out, I still have enough time. It should, 
Dude, if that thing wobbles and they pop out, I'm already in my items grabbing a raspberry. So, I like I'm I'm already there. Yeah, but there's oh, the I mean, I don't know if you've had any any Pokémon run away on you yet, but I've had them run away very, like immediately very, out of the Very rarely do they do they peace out as soon as they jump out of the the Yeah, it, it's happened to me a little bit. And more and the often. thing is that as soon as I saw a Charmander, I grabbed the great Pokéball. So, even if he was going to get out of that thing, I was still going to back up with a I was going to get this goddamn thing. Right. I Yeah. Now, I will say, in the defense of the game, that is happening less and less. But the moments when it happens are usually the moments where you don't want it to happen. It's you don't care if it's a Weedle or a Pidgey or a The most frustrating thing that happened to me this week is that. <laughs> that, that tells me you had a great week. I had – look, I had a solid week. A lot of long days, a lot of traveling. But this was this was very cool. And there for for Tampa being surrounded by water. There was not that many water things. Oh, that's a shame. No, that makes yeah, sense. I was not. I was not happy because we were like right, you know, right there, the west side of Florida. There, it's Gulf. There should be water, right? There weren't. It made me very angry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it angered you. The good news is there's plenty of time to catch them I, all. Let me. I'll tell you what. I do want to share a story. Um, my my buddy, my coworker, and and good friend Andrew who lives in New Hampshire. Um, not so much like a Pokemon guy, but, uh, you know, loves getting out and like would normally be on a treadmill. Uh, doesn't walk around too much because there's really no stimulation out on like hiking trails. So he started playing this, like walking around with his girl and her dog and playing Pokemon go. Um, and you know, dude said, you know, he's, he walked like 10 miles over two days, but what, he was he was coming out of some place. I don't remember what you know where he told me he was, and and what he saw was like this you know a uh, maybe a eighteen nineteen year old guy and and what appeared to be his girlfriend with him, and then like fifteen steps behind them, um you know a little you know a, a nerdy kid maybe maybe the same age right maybe eighteen nineteen twenty years old but you know what you would what you would uh you know stereotype as a quote unquote nerd right sort of just awkward looking and gangly and walking around very whatever i wasn't walking um, around any time then <laughs> uh so so my boy andrew uh is just sort of watching and and the the girl and the the guy they're together and they're talking about oh there's a poker stop just up here and let's go check this out and from 15 steps behind this kid says hey are you guys going to catch pokemon and the, and the girl turns around and goes absolutely you should come with us and the three of them not knowing each other at all joined up and and sort of ran off and my boy andrew is like this is the like made his day knew saw saw the look on the kid's face saw that it made his day like everything that i'm seeing about this game and Everybody that's all sourpuss and butthurt on the internet about, oh, people playing Pokemon. Look, everyone has been playing stupid-ass Candy Crush and other stupid-ass games forever. Right, exactly. And sitting in front of you on the sofa or at dinner and not looking up from their phone. This has people interacting socially, people who don't know each other. Dude, I'm at my barbershop. I took over that gym, and these kids... I see them walking by and they're like, somebody, somebody took our gym and they're just standing outside my barbershop trying to get it back. And they could, they could while I was there. Right, right. Two, two more, two more team Valor cats like hopped on. 
Um, <laughs> and these, I mean, eventually they got it back, right? But the, that's the cool thing is people are just out and about and 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 hanging out and people on phones and in town squares and in parks and it's fun and everybody should stop being so sourpuss about it. So that brings me to something that I came across yesterday. And uh, actually, it was today, actually, the day of, the, of this recording on, on, this, on the 15th. Uh, and it bothered me. It rubbed me the wrong way. And I figured, what a better forum to, to do it than our show. And I reached out to a few listeners as well and asked for their input. Uh, but Robin Vinter, who writes for inews.co.uk, wrote a article that's called Pokemon Go is not an invitation to talk to me on the street. And she initially starts off with, you know, she's playing Pokemon Go at a public place. Uh, a guy approaches her and says, quote, hey, you're on Pokemon Go, right? And she's like, yes. And she nods and she's embarrassed because this 27-year-old woman's getting approached by this guy. And he's like, oh, is there an Eevee here? And he makes small talk with her and then eventually says, hey, you know, can I get your number? Maybe we can meet up again and, and maybe catch some Pokemon or something. And I'll show you a place where, like, some secret Pokemon are. And she's off put by this. And the article starts off with this great intention of it saying, sounds all, "It sounds super scumbaggy, right? Super scumbaggy, right? Just a terrible thing." Which starts off with the right intention of, "Hey, listen, just because I'm playing a game and you're playing the game doesn't mean you can hit on me." And she even asked her boyfriend, "Hey, will you, you know, play Pokemon with me?" But then this is where things things take a turn. This is when she started to to really kind of go off the rails. So she says, quote, I begged my boyfriend to sign up with me so he could wander around with me acting as a makeshift weirdo shield. But 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 despite my best efforts, he thought it was odd for an adult that, to play such a game. And then she ends with this, this damn article with this paragraph. What happened to the good old days when gamers stayed firmly indoors with no need to venture out and nerds feared social interactions? Is uh, If only there was such a thing as Pokemon Go Away. So, all right, and I, I, I've never read anything by Robin Vinter, um, and I'm reading this. I mean, it, it just looks like somebody who's, you know, voicing an opinion, venting a little bit. This is, this is a a super creeper thing to do, and and right. obviously, you know, there's there's going to be an outlet for any number of scumbags to, you know, when people are socializing, they can just hop on Pokemon go, not know anything about it and, you know, try to scam on whatever. But, uh, you know, this is, this seems like shock value. Like obviously this person isn't a, she's, she's probably not a gamer, probably has no real, not, she's just playing it cause everybody's playing it and that's fine. But you know what? I yeah, mean, and that's fine. I don't think I'm not sure nerds ever feared social interaction, and I, I do. I'm, did do. Yeah, this has made Brian a, a feared, much more social piece. You fear, yes. feared social interaction, Brian. Yeah, actually. I'm using the word fear, like really feared it. Yeah, really? Do, well, you, do you really want to know? Like when you were when you were fourteen, or because like since I've known you, you've been pretty loquacious. Yeah, with you, it's a little different. I mean, I still. Oh yeah, I'm super. I'm super disarming. (laughs) Like, there's nothing about me that would make people go, "Fuck, I don't want to talk to that guy." (laughs) Well, I mean, really think about it. I mean, I didn't be like approach any of you guys to be my friend. You all just came to me because that's how wonderful I am. Um. Yeah, you're a really cool, dude. I That's know. I'm. I'm, right. I'm pretty great. But you no, know, I mean, I, I've always had an issue with social interaction. But I mean, 
and Josh, it's the same exact thing you were telling me with the whole Star Wars Fox News stupid blonde bimbo um, that I was trying to tell CJ when he was telling me about this this article. It's just she doesn't know anything. No one's taking her seriously. It's all shock value, shock, shock, shock value and not particularly well written either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The the article is is pretty so I was not I was not extremely offended by I was not as offended by this as CJ. So so can we just quickly before we I, I do want to Brian Roman after you posted this uh, commented pretty quickly and if you don't mind I'll, I'll re- I know it's on Facebook and anybody can read it but I, I would like to put it on the show as no, well. No, perfect. I was actually going to leave with that. Go ahead. Uh, so Brian Roman comments then Pokemon take your ass back inside and pick up your 3ds. Like I get it. No one wants creepy people asking for your number and hassling you. This isn't a Pokemon Go problem. That guy was going to be a creep no matter what. Pokemon Go just happened to be his in this time. Once you're done playing because you're tired of server issues and the game freezing, when you try to catch a Pokemon you don't have, he'll go back to trying to get your number because you decided to wear a red shirt that day. And that is positively the truth. Mm-hmm. 100%. And and this dude who's going to show you the place where they keep the super secret Pokemon is also the place where he keeps his super secret GHB. So, like, <laughs> it's not like a – this is just a – you know, it, he's a, a creeper, right? Just just a scumbag. So there's, there's going to be scumbags. And, you know, fortunately for, I think, the masses, Pokemon Go brings people together in a social setting that is open and inviting and fun. I mean, yeah. How, Right. But there's always going to be the guy with the panel van that pulls up to the playground, right? Right. That's this guy. And and I asked a couple other female fans, too. Hey, listen, have you encountered this? Do you think that this lady's right on? Do you think she's right off? Just to get the, the you know, the female perspective, because we're three dudes who, you know, are playing this and I, we're pretty sociable people anyway, maybe with the exception of Brian, that we were going to talk to people regardless, right? Uh, and then just like you said, Josh, this is cool because sometimes there are some other people that you would have never talked to. Uh, to get in there. So, I mean, I asked my my friend Kellen and I said, hey, you know, you're doing this. And she says that basically she does this to 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 focus, to walk around the neighborhood uh, and to, to exercise and just kind of enjoy the game, bringing people together. Um, and she kind of agrees that with the woman that, hey, listen, if someone's being scuzzy, you know, you're going to walk away. But that's just something in life that you encounter. It's not, you know, specific to Pokemon Go. And if anyone says, hey, I know a special place where you can find rare Pokemon, it's just a red flag. But right. overall, the game has not caused her any problems. She hasn't had any awkward inter- interactions. She's met some new people and, you know, got a little more active because of it. So she I, enjoyed the game. And I think, I mean, a small, you know, small sample size, obviously. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that if we were in a major metro and there was the Pokemon happening, there would be a much larger number of scumbags you know, trying to peddle their wares. Brian, you, uh, what, Melissa, JP, a bunch of you were at a place last night, right? Uh, uh, two nights ago. We two all, nights ago. We all went to the the park in uh, Allentown off of 15th Street there, and it was like 9 o'clock at night, but screw it, we need Pokemon. And it was really cool, actually, because everybody who was there, they were all doing the same thing. You had one kid who had one of those, like, backpacks with the speakers on it like blasting music so like you had a theme song while you were catching pokemon which was a lot of fun um but yeah i mean no one was really like creeping or anything like that um how many people do you think were there um i want to say i mean just in looking around i mean there were a good 
30 to 40 people there um, at that time. And we're talking about like, I was there until past midnight. It's pretty hot on a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night. And it was really cool. And and it was, I mean, it forced me to be sociable because, you know, people are coming up, be like, oh, hey, did you see that there was a, a war turtle back in that back corner there? I was like, oh man, no, where? And like, so they, you know, show me where it is and stuff like that. And met a couple of people who were really cool. One guy, same same type of situation, Josh, was like by himself. He was like, hey, do you mind if I like just walk around with you guys while while we hit up some Pokemon? We're like, yeah, sure. So it was a lot of fun. Really cool. Um, and I, I, I thought it was great. So I, I again, I don't ever have issues. I mean, I'm not I'm not very. Well, uh, no, and I'll say this. With. Listen, I think this is I think this is something that we uh, when we started this podcast, right? We said this is something that we I mean this is the thing we've been waiting for. We said that a nerd is a person with a desire to consume all knowledge about a topic and then share that information with the world and that's what we have right now. People who are learning a lot about Pokemon Go, people are learning about the gym system, people who are doing everything and want to share that knowledge with other people. This is what we've been asking for and I'm so excited to see you know, the nerd culture accepted and the fact that even with an article like this, that everyone just came out and said, lady, shut up. Like, what are you mad? Like, just calm your just calm yourself and enjoy the fact that everyone's outdoors. People are getting exercise and that you're getting to meet new and individual people. And if you don't want to be around nerds, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but it's 2016. They're running the world. Just get over it. Uh, so we reached out to a, another fan and we asked for for some feedback on this article. Again, the the female perspective, uh, and this is the response that we got back. And forewarning, Papa Thornton, uh, the words that are coming out of my mouth are, are not necessarily that of mine. Uh, this fan says, "Lady, get off your high horse. If you don't want to have a common interest with nerds, don't play Pokemon. Duh." I begged my boyfriend to sign up with me so he can wander around acting as a makeshift weirdo shield. Uh, like really right, get off your high ho- get off your fucking horse all right get off your high horse you asshole sorry papa thornton uh are you just a person who's been bullying nerds since your boobs came in or are you are you a bad writer that needs page views to keep your job and thought antagonizing this group would do it the fact is that so many people are going in and out enjoying the nice weather and walking around all prompted because of one app that's absolutely fucking fabulous I bet even Michelle Obama is jumping for joy. And the socialism, the socialism, wow, the socialization aspect uh, should be obvious as a common interest. This chick is dumb. That's my two cents from her. Socialism, that MK Ultra is really coming through. It's really kicking through. You got dyslexia and you're reading things that you haven't read a whole bunch of times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But listen, it's a it's a valid thing. Like if you if you don't want to touch the nerds, like don't do nerdy things, but also look around you and realize that nerdy things are everywhere so we think this is an isolated incident and we don't think the general population feels this way is that the consensus i'm getting from you guys? Uh, i mean i don't think the general population wishes that everyone would go back indoors i think that there are quite a few people who are annoyed by it and a lot of those people are you know the same ones that are annoyed by everything right <laughs> um and then you know i think that there's I think there's a legitimate beef, you know, where the the mapping is spot on. So there's probably some places that should be excluded from. Uh, do we want to talk about that? No, I mean, I'm not going to get into all the places that are inappropriate and that Pokemon are being caught. But like the the general public has no common sense and, and for the most part, a, a pretty 
shifty sense of decorum. So they, they just do whatever, right? And you can't just catch Pokemon in the middle of certain things or places or you, where you should be probably respectful or somber or reflective or otherwise. Um, so I think that's a problem and I think that that's something that needs to be corrected. And then obviously, you know, you have to like work. So you probably shouldn't be playing Speak Pokemon. for yourself. Did you hear about that guy who quit his job just to play play Pokemon Go? Well, I think that's great, but you know, you gotta make bank. You gotta make bank, bro. You gotta gotta get ass and drive a Range Rover. This reminds me a little bit of when WoW first came out, and I had a college roommate who literally spent two weeks in his room, and I thought he went home and he was playing WoW the entire time. I never heard him come out to use the bathroom, the shower, nothing. That's what this reminds me of. But now the guy, if he does this for two weeks, he has to walk. He has to go out and do something. I mean, seriously. No, he doesn't have to. He can find a Pokestop, drop a lure, and just sit there. <laughs> so I want to – I want to. you brought up mapping, Josh, and that's – there's two things to this that I want to bring up. And this is – this is so – this shows the power of this because Brian actually showed me a link that especially now when you come to daily active users, Pokemon Go is officially the most successful app in U.S. history. And right. I'm pretty sure we're going to get worldwide very soon. It just got released in the EU. More users than Twitter? Is that is that right? More daily active users than Twitter, uh, yes. And Candy Crush and everything. So part of this success has also um, yielded one other result, that Yelp will now let you filter search results with nearby Pokestops. So pretty cool. When I'm looking for restaurant reviews, I, I can see if there's a Pokestop nearby. Absolutely. Oh, okay. That's great. So you're like, okay, well, I have to wait. Like, there's a wait for this place. Is there a Pokestop nearby at least? So, I mean, Yelp has now adopted Pokemon Go uh, to to help drive users. And then the other part, too, is that on Pokemon Go's official website, there is a forum. Uh, and on the forum, they've kind of opened up, although they say it's closed, the ability to, A, request removal of a gym or Pokestop from a location. So if you feel that someplace is inappropriate or is dangerous or whatever, you can remove. You can ask for it to be removed. But you can also ask to be added. So I have a friend who runs a comic book shop down in Georgia. He's looking to get his store added as a poke as a pokestop or a gym i want my apartment to be a pokestop as a a retailer this isn't an opportunity for cross promotion people aren't looking to spend money in your establishment like it's not i would make my house a pokestop and just sit here and play but i'm i'm not gonna lie though uh there's a pokestop by the hobby lobby by my house and i bought after i hit it i knew that it would take some time to refresh i went into hobby lobby and bought my daughter a little like wooden train set and then came back out and the Pokestop was ready to go and I used the Pokestop again. I would not go into Hobby Lobby and buy this little train set, honestly, if it wasn't for the Pokestop. Oh, fair enough. I, I haven't I haven't run into that issue and I've seen uh, quite a few signs in on doors and windows saying you know, no 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 Pokemon without purchase type deal. Well, I also saw they float around the internet, so I take that for what it is. There was a pizza shop that says, "Show us your level," and depending on your level, you actually got you know free pizza. Like if you're level, see that's kind of cool. Like and and that's that's cool, and and that's that's a nice thing. So there's opportunities whatever. for these businesses to to 
to well, do free, that. Free pizza isn't making any money, but but no, no, well, but you now become loyal to that pizza shop, and then you yes. come back. Maybe, and you, maybe you buy a it. bottle of water. I, and right, exactly. Yes, I get yeah. it. That's yeah. cool. It's a I loss just leader. That, like as as a it, well, it's, it is quite a loss leader. Um, I think the the bigger concern right now would be just stabilizing the application. Uh, it is still incredibly buggy, just very buggy. See, I haven't had as many issues as you are having. And at the time of this recording, they've updated the app from from my understanding. Someone's going to correct me twice. We've had I've been, two updates. I've been trying to open the app since we started recording 29 minutes ago. I still can't get I, the app won't open. Oh, no, I'm in. I, I, I'm in. My wife is also Pokemon going as we speak. But yeah, I mean, seriously, I, I mean, my skin is no longer alabaster and I don't know how to feel <laughs> sad or happy about that. I'm I'm walking. It's it's very unnerving. I'm not used to this. I kind of love it, but I, I I don't know. But I do like the fact that the community around Pokemon Go can also now dictate. Hey, listen, I'm in a place there are no Pokestops nearby. This is a safe place for people to go. Right? Can we please put one there? Or hey, this place that you currently have it is unsafe or inappropriate. Can we remove it and replace it with a different one? I think maybe that aspect is nice enough to, to 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 talk about. So if you know a place that you should remove or you want to add for safety or just, you know, for just good reasons. Or, you know, if you're in a if you're at a place where, you know, like let's say a memorial of some type, you probably if your phone is out because you're taking pictures, then just, you know, be discreet. But for the love of God, churches and things like that, just don't your phone shouldn't be out. Use some common sense. Well, you're asking people to use common sense, and that's a problem. I, well, I mean, no, I hear act, you. Act as if. How about that? Not I, I common sense. Just act as if. Act as if you've been there before, and or act as if your grandmother is watching. It, I mean, if we all just acted as if we were being watched by our grandmothers at all times, a whole lot less bad stuff would go go down. Right. There's a there's a toilet on the roof. Yes, there is a toilet on the roof. It, it's the god is watching. There's a toilet on the roof. Let's not tell anyone else that there's a toilet on the roof. There is not a toilet on the roof. But you just said there was. No, yes, I did, but I was using a metaphor. Uh, that means God is watching us. You've heard this. There's a toilet on the roof. Right, people? That's right. Ain't nothing up there. So here's another really cool piece of, of news, and this is a double-edged sword in my opinion, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But starting uh, July 19th, which is Tuesday, the day after this recording drops, T-Mobile is making Pokemon Go um, not count against your data at all. It is now going to be exempt from your data caps. I haven't really so, noticed it using a ton of data, though. It's 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 not. But, however, some people do have low data plans. And T-Mobile is giving well, them those a, people uh, should just not using any data. T-Mobile just needs to insert themselves into the news cycle. <laughs> well, well, it's very true. Yes, absolutely. Did they uh, have Steve Harvey break this news? Dude, T-Mobile's <laughs> T-Mobile CEO is a complete attention I, whore. I love cannot, him, so cannot, much. cannot stand when he hasn't been talked about for a 24-hour period. So moving on from Pokemon Go, back to a little Nintendo news. Now, we've talked about products like this all over the time, all the time. Retro products, how to play retro gaming in the modern world. Nintendo themselves has finally answered part of the call. So Nintendo is releasing a miniature NES with 30 built-in games 
in November for $59.99. And it looks just like the original NES. Very little tiny, though. Fits in the palm of your hand. Maybe not fits in your palm. Rests on your hand. You can hold it with one hand. <laughs> it fits in your hand, which it is kind of cool. And it, it's obviously it's HDMI support and it's mm-hmm. all, uh, you know, it, it looks like a Nintendo, but no cartridges, obviously. Right. And the games are are built into it. Uh, so, I'm, Brian, do you object to any of these games? Or do you think they're missing anything? There's 30 games. No, I don't. I, I when I first read the article, I was like, "Oh, well, they're not going to have any of the good stuff on there." But they have. They got some great. They stuff. They have both Zeldas. They have all three Mario's. They have Punch Out. Um, so I mean, this is solid. If you don't already have a working NES and have those cartridges like I do, B- Bubble bu- Bubble Bobbles, a pretty pretty solid old game, right? Yeah. Uh, the first two Castlevanias, two Donkey Kongs, Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, which was one of the first games I ever had. Kid Icarus, who doesn't love that game? Uh, Mega Man 2, damn it. <laughs> here, here we go again. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, which who doesn't love that? Uh, Super C. I've never heard of that game. Uh, and then obviously Tecmo Bowl. In addition to the two Zelda games, I think this is just about the perfect little collection. I mean, sure, there's there's stuff that's not in there, like uh, bases loaded and ice hockey, but that's okay. Oh, bases loaded. Bases loaded. How great was bases loaded? Like one of the few sports games I truly bases loved. loaded was absolutely amazing. But they've got, I think they've got a little something for everyone in right. here, which they, I very thoughtful. Uh, the Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, you could spend days on just those games. And it uses uh, the Wii U uh, controllers and the Wii U remote to to play it. Uh, there is also a controller designed to look like the NES gamepad. So if you want that old school feel to it, you can buy that as a separate accessory. But, you know, it's it's 30 built-in games. It's 60 bucks. Half of your money just goes to the games. The other half goes to the hardware. Uh, the, the date that they have for it is November uh, 11th. It looks awesome. I think this is finally one of those things we've talked about, uh, again, what, five of these things already. This is one licensed by Nintendo. I am going to actually put $60. It's a, it's a, it's a real boy. It's a real, it's <laughs> yeah, a real this is, this is actually real. This will <laughs> right. actually be made for consumers. You can actually hold it. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying at least one of these. I may buy several as stocking stuffers at this point. <laughs> so. Like, look, I mean, when you think about it, 60 bucks, you know, for, for people that you like, that's not that, that really that big a deal. And right. uh, it's a cool little, it's a cool little gift that you can give to everybody in your life who, you know, you know, same age. We're talking about uh, on this podcast, we're what, 26 to 36. Is that right? I'm 28. All right. 28, 36. Older than I thought. Either Thank way. You. Oh, he looks. Uh, he looks like he's eleven. <laughs> you look. You look like you're twelve. Yeah. So there's hey, that. I have um, a podcast. It's really good. <laughs> you should check it out, guys. But like, I think about all all the people I grew up with. Uh, we all had the eight bit NES, and we all miss it. And we've talked about this a bunch of times. Anytime this stuff comes up, I just shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, but the fact it's made by Nintendo now, you're right. This is real boy. It's a real this boy. Is something you will have. And you know, ghosts and goblins. I miss that. That man is playing Galaga. <laughs> Thought we didn't see him. We did. All right. So I found earlier this week a trailer for a movie releasing this summer. 
This trailer I found for a movie called The Hollers, which releases August 26th, uh, surprising trailer because I'd never heard anything about this movie previously. Directed and starring John Krasinski, also Anna Kendrick, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Charlton Copley, Charlie Day, Richard Jenkins, Margot Martindale, who from the trailer looks like she has an amazing performance. And you've seen her, you've seen her from the Justified show as well as other things, but she's always on point. Whether she's, you know, serious or, uh, you know, comedy, she's. She's got range. She has an amazing range. Um, and. So I watched this trailer probably four times now. It's funny. It seems like it'll be a little sad, but it just it seems like it's gonna be a great sleeper movie. And Brian, did you say it's a limited release? Yeah, yeah, it's a limited release. When we talked about it, which is sad because it's not gonna be in. It's not gonna be everywhere. It's not probably not gonna be on, uh, you know, fantasy movie league, which is sad. But. Everyone should know about this trailer. You should go take a look, watch the trailer. I think you will be very pleased. Yeah, it's coming out August 26th, so it's right around the corner. So we're going to talk about it when we talk about August movies. Uh, this looks so funny. Everything about it looks great. And this is, if correct me if I'm wrong, John Krasinski's second movie directing? The second directorial? I, I don't uh, know if you're wrong. I that. will tell you right now. I think he, I'm right. Has directed. Is that a movie? Brief interviews with hideous men. Is that a movie? No. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. It's a feature length film. So this is his second movie. He directed right. uh, three episodes of The Office. Okay, but second movie uh, looks really great. Anna Kendrick also with this cast. I mean, he hasn't he? he I thought he did another. Oh, he's, he's done several things with her. I think. I think they're friends as well. I think yeah, they look. Fin- everything about this movie looks exactly right. Josh, I totally agree with you. This needs to be everywhere. Right. Uh, so please, please go to thatkindofnerd.com. Check out the trailer. You will absolutely love it. Uh, and then when it comes out in limited theaters, go see it and go support this because I think this movie looks fantastic. It is also that time of the year where we need to talk about the 2016 Emmy Awards. Now, before we get too far into list of nominees and non-nominees, I would like to yield the floor to Brian Thornton, who has a major gripe with the list and absences of uh, some certain things on this. Oh, yeah, I did have a gripe. Yes, you did. The fact that both Jessica Jones and Daredevil are not nominated for something more substantial than outstanding title sequence pisses me off that is the only thing i have right now yeah jessica jones is nominated for uh title music and title sequence daredevil is nominated the title music and title sequence for jessica jones are pretty awesome yeah they deserve to be nominated for that right, but, they but they also deserve, deserve like best new show for, yeah like best no, new show no yes no what else what else would you say was best new show this year what's nominated I, I couldn't find that that list. I found a, like half a list. It's it's loading right now. It's taking forever. Besides maybe Mr. Robot, I don't re- I don't remember what else was nominated. Certainly, Mr. Robot is is better than Jessica Jones. I'm not saying it should win. I say I'm saying it should be nominated. Yeah, it should definitely be recognized as best new show. And Daredevil got like, like stunt coordination and something else, that which I, that, it look, deserves. Yeah, it absolutely deserves. But there's not like you got to realize, man. Daredevil is. Like, not a show for the masses. It's really not a show for anybody outside us. It's not It's not. A, it's not a great show either. Like, it, it's incredibly good for us, but it, 
for the most part, like the acting isn't all that good. And it's just an amazingly like well choreographed and written and the storyline's phenomenal. But we'll look at something like David David Tennant in Jessica Jones. That is acting and that is Okay, his character, she is terrible. Yeah, she's terrible, but she is awful. Yes. And everyone else on that show is dog shit. Except for David Tennant. Nominate David Tennant. It's not a good show, is my point. Okay. Like it's good for us because we like comic books, but it's a pretty shitty show overall. Like it's the same as Flash or Arrow. Shitty. Just shitty. You're just shitting on everything that I love right now. I, look, I'm I'm sorry, man. It's not Well, all right. All right. Let's put it this way. A great show. Like, I don't know, Game of Thrones, really anything HBO does. You can't put that up against Game of Thrones. You can say it's got great draw. You can say it's got great story. But when it comes to the cast of characters and the acting, it's not there. The Really, the only show Netflix has that is there is House of Cards. Which shouldn't be on there. <laughs> this this season was terrible. Yeah, uh, and, and we've, all, we've all discussed that this season was terrible. But, I mean, as far as acting chops and... A cast of characters and and that that show's got star power. So I want to pause for a moment. I really kind of want to just talk a little bit and let's catch up with with the Emmys. So the Emmys right now are really just kind of to basically say, listen, these are the shows that are worth watching. Maybe that you should watch. And, you know, some, hey, these are shows you can definitely know are coming back for other seasons. Uh, well, maybe not always, but it's a good indication. So Game of Thrones, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, Mr. Robot and The Americans are the top four shows for this year. And I can tell you, definitely watched Game of Thrones, watched Mr. Robot, but I did not get to watch The People vs. O.J. Simpsons, and I don't watch The Americans, even though I really I told them I gotta, should. I gotta watch The Americans. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be really good. For the the, the I thought best that drama, was loosely based on your life, wasn't it? Huh. Russian spies pretending to be American. Yes, yes, it was. Okay, I'm just I'm just reiterating in case people don't know what the show's about. Uh huh. It's about MK Ultra. It's about MK Ultra. Okay, just, just saying. When when is the Emmys on? I knew you were going to ask that question, and I don't know. Sunday, September eighteenth. So Sunday, September eighteenth is going to be the twenty sixteen Emmys. I'm still trying to find. I'm still trying to find like the nominees for best whatever. Then you want? Let's do. I would like to take a moment to throw under the bus HollywoodReporter.com. Fix your fucking website. It's terrible. Sorry, <laughs> Papa Thornton. Sorry, but this website is atrocious. I just I went to Emmys.com and it's it's not as good. It's not good either. That's not it's, good either. It's better, but not much. You get like a PDF and it's weird. It's not. I just want a list. Just give me a list. Yeah, yeah I would like yeah, to apologize list. to our fans for this. The reason that we're fumbling around this is the websites that we were are leaning on for. Hey, what are some of these things are just atrocious. So our apologies. We're going to get our act together in just a second. and We're going to have a conversation about some of this stuff. There's so many. Old yeah, let, let, let's talk about that for a second. The Emmys are ridiculous. Best freaking hairstyle on Thursday of last week is not. So a, we're talking about outstanding drama series, right? Is that what you wanted? Well, I mean, there's outstanding dramas, but there is an out. There is a best or outstanding new show category that I could Where? not find. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm saying I don't see it. I don't see it either. Brian. I'm not right. sure it's a thing, Brian. I don't think it is either. It was a thing. I swear. It's. I can't. I. I'm on I two know, websites. I know. Too. I can't find it either. 
listen, there's a lot of repeat things on here too. Better Call Saul got picked up for a few things. Uh, Veep is on for a couple as well. Um, let me ask you a question. Of those four, of, of the, the best drama series, which are really kind of what we gravitate to, they're shows that we watch. We've got The Americans, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Downton Abbey, Better Call Saul, Mr. Robot, and Homeland. How do you feel about those nominees, Brian, versus the comic book stuff that didn't come on there? Do you feel those are at least good shows? That yeah, I do. I mean, I don't watch Downton Abbey, but other than that, right. yeah. No, but, you know, everyone does. Everyone yes. that isn't us watches. Sure. I mean, great. And then what I'm looking at, too, and this is something cool. This is the trend that we have been talking about and now it's starting to come. Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu, they're, they're on here. They have shows nominated for Emmys uh, and, and just showing that you don't have to be a you know, major television network in order to, to get fans, to get notoriety, and, and to get critics. So again, we're seeing a shift in the way that we're viewing content. I, I Listen, there's a lot going on in the Emmys. There's a lot of things that we wish were on there, but overall, this looks like a pretty good list and a good representation of what's actually good on television right now. Can we, can we agree on that part? Do we think that's a solid thing that we can say yeah yeah for sure and there's avi there obviously like you said there's stuff represented from all aspects of you know streaming and cable and network it's all there so i don't see i don't see what you know why anybody would have a, an issue with it i'm not crazy that paula malcolmson wasn't nominated for leading actress but you know whatever so let me ask you the question that I know a couple other people are going to ask. Now that you see that some shows are up for Emmys, is there anything on there that you are going to watch that you haven't watched before? I need to watch The Americans at some point. That's what I took away, too, that I, I should watch The Americans. Brian, what about you? Is there a show on that list that you need to watch? Nah, I don't feel any burning desire to watch anything that I don't already watch. I feel a burning desire to finish anything and that's where the sentence should. That's not. I, I don't feel a burning desire to finish any. <laughs> well, listen. There's uh, obviously when this gets closer and we we see who the winners are. I know there's going to be a few things that upset us and a few things that excite us. Uh, so we're going to come back to this topic. Uh, listen, we griped about the website. So again, I apologize for the the craziness of this. But we would like to hear from you guys. Uh, as you have time to research, is there something that you are excited that got nominated or a, an actor that you feel finally got recognition or the flip side of that? Do you think there's something that should have been recognized or someone that deserves praise? We would like to hear, too, who do you think got left off the list? Uh, so that way we can kind of get your your voice on there. And you can do that a couple ways. Get get us on Twitter. Uh, but, of course, you can uh, listen to the end of the show. And we've got other ways that you can get to us. So pay attention for that. But I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about it. I think there's a lot of things that are up for discussion. So that kind of nerd fans, we have an exciting announcement to make. Uh, we were doing the Game of Thrones section of the podcast, and uh, we actually got a lot of people who liked that. Uh, but we got some feedback saying, hey, listen, there are some people who just want to hear about that, and they weren't necessarily all about the, the the nerdy stuff per se. And they were asking for a separate feed. So here's what we decided to do. We decided to make a secondary podcast for you, the That Kind of Nerd family. Uh, and we're going to call it, hey, did you see? And what we're going to do is uh, we're going to pick a show. And we're going to run through either an entire run of it or an entire season. So, for example, we're going to start with BBC's Sherlock. 
Uh, the beauty of this show is that it's only three episodes per season. They're an hour and a half, so we can easily get through this and have some great discussions with it. So uh, I'm going to ask for your help. We are getting ready to make the intro for it, and we're looking to get some uh, word out about it. And I need you, the fans, to give me a hand. I would like to get a, a bunch of people recording saying, hey, did you see? And then the name of their favorite show. So I want you to imagine that you are so excited about a show that the first thing that pops into your head and out of your mouth when you see your best friend is, hey, did you see Game of Thrones? That level of excitement and that joy that the only thing you can talk about is your television show. I want you to send me a clip using the voice memo app on your phone about, hey, did you see the name of your favorite show? Uh, you can email it to cj at heydidyouseepodcast.com. If you're uh, unfamiliar with iTunes right now, you can just tap the show notes, tap our picture, and the link will be in there so you don't even have to memorize it. You can just click that. But send us a recording of you saying your favorite name of your show after Hey Did You See. Uh, it will mean the world to us, and I am excited to also announce that Craig Newcomb from Game of Thrones will be joining us for this podcast. So there's more details to come. The website's coming soon, but I'm excited to announce it to you guys. So we're we're looking we're we're looking to start this podcast uh, dropping on Wednesdays. Uh, first date being August third, which means that if you're listening now and you're thinking, well, if they're going to do Sherlock. I want to watch it so that I can know what they're talking about on August 3rd. You have until then. Uh, Sherlock is on Netflix, if I'm, I'm not it, mistaken. It is on Netflix, yes. Uh, the entire series is on Netflix, so you can start uh, with uh, the first episode, which I can't remember the title. A Study in Pink was the first one? Uh, yes, A Study in Pink. That's correct. Oh, I'm on the money. So I have watched, um, I have watched this series – Three times now. This will be my fourth. I love it. Uh, I love it dearly. Uh, Bendy Back Crumpty Bump is one of my favorite <laughs> uh, British actors and names to say out loud. And uh, look, give it a, give it a watch, um, and then follow along with the podcast and send us your opinions after the fact. Absolutely, and and we're gonna do this, you know, episode by episode, week by week. So if you want to watch with us, you don't have to watch ahead. You can just watch the first episode. We'll drop the, the the our podcast. You watch the second episode. We drop our podcast, and this way you can kind of watch it with us. Uh, listen, lots of more details to come. There's some really cool things that are gonna come down the pipe for it. Uh, again, it's called Hey, Did You See? Uh, and we're excited to bring it to you. All right, so that is our episode this week. I want to thank you guys so much for making us your walk around the neighborhood while you play Pokemon Go and your drive to work where you are not playing Pokemon Go. There's a couple things that we definitely want to hear from you guys about, and that's, you know, how are you feeling about Pokemon Go so far? Uh, what are your impressions of the Emmys list? And just what's going on in your nerdy world? Tell us some stories from your nerdy life. You can do that by getting us at Twitter, at that kind of nerd, on Facebook, facebook.com slash that kind of nerd. And of course, guys, the coolest thing you can do is have your voice on the podcast. Call 484 373 4119 and leave yourself a voice memo. It's, listen, I would advise you three minutes and then the voicemail cuts you off. Uh, so this way you can go ahead and have your voice on the show. So thank you so much for listening and we can't wait to see you next week and we can't wait to tell you more about Hey, Did You See? Thanks for listening. Do you know where the bridge is?
Great!